Hello, 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 and welcome to the Anti-Racist Enneagram Podcast with Jessica Denise Dixon, where we look at life and healing at the intersections of the Enneagram, anti-racism, and embodiment for personal and collective liberation. Let's go. Not trying to get by. Trying to get by. I'm trying to get free. Well, we have made it to 2023. If your 2022 was anything like mine, there were probably times when you were not sure that that was going to be a thing. And so I want to celebrate all of us for surviving, for making it to another day. Some of us are thriving. Some of us are just okay. Some of us are not okay. And I want to make space for all of those things. I figured that I would open up with my first 2023 podcast of the year with some 2023 wishes for each Enneagram type. And I'm gonna do all of these by the center of intelligence. And we're gonna start right here with the body center of intelligence. Now, I like to start with the body center of intelligence because, well, we don't really have a life without a body. The body center of intelligence is about like our life force, our vitality, our autonomy, and um, the types that fall within this body triad are eights, nines, and ones. So I hope that you really find resonance with these, but also, you know, when we're looking toward what we want, when we're setting an intention, whether it's a word, when we're setting resolutions, whether we set them as goals or however that looks for us, it's important that we re- we recognize that these things are about our becoming. They are about who we be, who we are in the world. It's not just about doing something better or achieving something. It's actually about who we're choosing to become. And, um, That's just a really important thing for us to recognize. So however you resonate with these, how can you integrate them into who you be? You know, what's just shaped by what your nervous system considers to be safe and so many other things. All right, well, that's, I'm done. I'm done with that part. These are my kind of general wishes for people who are in the body triad um, types eight, nine, and one. And this is also written um, in a post on my social media. If you go to Jessica D. Dixon coaching at Instagram, also on Twitter, Jessica D. Dixon, you will find these things. So my wishes, general wishes, wishes for the body triad that you would know that you are more than what you do. People in the body triad can get caught up really thinking, I am what I do, I am the change that I make. I'm also what I don't do. You know, nines can feel like if I don't do this, I'll create peace and they associate that with who they are. Um, And we are all more than what we do. 
That's not just true for people in the body triad. My next wish is that you would set boundaries from your intentional desire rather than your reactivity. People in the body triad have this thing about like, how am I impacting the world? And often that means kind of a disconnection from what we really, really want. And it's important to tap into that part of our hearts where the desire lives, to tap into our body where our desire lives and to set boundaries from that place rather than just you're taking my autonomy. Um, you might hurt me in some way. You're disturbing the peace. You're making a mistake. So we want to set boundaries from a place of desire, a place of who we want to be in the world and the kind of relationships we want to have in the world. My next wish is that you would remember that you're not solely responsible for impacting the world. Let other people in, let them in, let them contribute to you. You're allowed to be impacted, not just the impactor. And then also my wish is that you would trust your gut instinct, but pause before reacting. Your gut matters. Your gut instinct is a big guide for you in the world. And having the, the gut reaction doesn't mean you have to immediately jump into some kind of action. Can you allow yourself to pause, to see what is actually there, to be with yourself, to be with the situation before you react? Enneagram eights, my wishes for you that you would get acquainted with your soft parts and cultivate them from a place of love and honor. You know, I always say that our protection is, it, it matches what needs to be protected. And Enneagram eights are protecting their heart, that heart that's so tender and squishy. And so the heart gets kind of like locked away and protected with thick walls and thick protection and a, and a lot of shield. And, you know, the heart is important. The soft parts of us, they matter. Not just to be locked away, but for us to, to cultivate a relationship with them which leads us to the next wish that you would actually know how important your heart really is to you. It's easy for eights to be disconnected from the heart, but it's so important to tune in. Another wish for the Enneagram eight is that you would explore underneath the anger to see what other emotions that that anger might be a vehicle for. There might be shame, there might be grief. There might be a lot of other things that are just beneath the anger. Can you give yourself the space to look below? My next wish for Enneagram 8 is that you would pause and that you would take time to tune into your grief. I think a big journey for Enneagram 8 is into the grief. The anger often you know, means that Enneagram 8s will jump into action. 
they'll jump into correcting into making the world whatever they believe that the world needs to be but often underneath there is this grief this sadness around things not being as they should that's why the eight has such a focus on justice right but the grief matters just as much as the action. And then my last wish for Enneagram 8 is that you would choose an abolitionist framework to move through the world in your pursuit of justice. The fixation for the Enneagram 8 is this vengeance. It is this way of, you know, people are going to pay for the ways that they've done wrong that they've done harm. And again, these things are op operating below our consciousness. So we have to be aware of how we wield power around justice. And abolitionist frameworks are something that helps us pursue justice without vengeance. And I think that that's a really, really important thing. It's actually not just about making people pay. It's about the, that the Enneagram 8 is so aware that we were all once so connected. And there is anger. There is rage around the disunity. And that turns into vengeance. Like you are the person who created this. You are the one who messed up. You must be punished. So moving on to the Enneagram 9. Oh, my wishes for you are that you would let yourself take up more space. There is plenty of it and there is a lot for you. So please take up more space. My next Enneagram 9 wish, <clears throat> excuse me, my next Enneagram 9 wish is that you would unearth your anger and rage and find a healthy expression of it because it matters. It's easy for the nine to stuff it down, to narc out, to numb it out, but it matters. It matters so much. My next wish for the Enneagram nine is that you would no longer settle for a lack of conflict when what you actually truly want is peace. I really want you to look at how do you define peace? How do you define love? And where do you settle for something that looks like it, but is not quite? Here's where you maybe need to believe a little bit more, have a little bit more hope that you can actually cultivate true peace. And true peace isn't necessarily going to come from everything just being calm. It might come from actually dealing with conflicts and having important conversations and saying how you actually feel about things. But 2023 is a great year to not settle. My next wish for the Enneagram nine is that you would increase your capacity to own and celebrate your own mattering, that you do matter, that you matter to yourself, that you matter to the world. And my last for the Enneagram nines is that you would understand that shrinking yourself away from justice issues is just your type. It's just your type thinking that you shouldn't impact others, that you can't impact others. And it's just, it's just a way of protecting yourself. 
but you matter in this fight for justice and freedom. You matter. So let yourself be big even in that space. Enneagram ones, my wishes for you are that you would find deep joy and pleasure, that you would laugh to tears regularly, that you would embrace your imperfection as a part of your humanity. You know, you have to remember that you're not some superhuman um, reformer. That's not who you are. You're actually simply a human being. You're simply a human being. And humans make mistakes. Humans are imperfect. There's nothing wrong with that. My next wish for the Enneagram One is that you would let go. One of the more recent lessons that I have for my clients is to look at the connection points the what I call the resource points the each the number beside each you know each type as well as the numbers across that are connected by the line and just to say like hey why might this connection be important for for your type what might this offer you and I think that the the connection to the seven for the type one is so important because sevens let go. Their system is open so that they can take in more and more and more. And ones hold on and they can become rigid. And maybe the move to seven is actually allowing the type one to be able to just let go, to know that they don't have to hold on to everything. And I promise your intestines will appreciate that. And then let's see. Oh, my next wish for the Enneagram one is to discern when perfectionism is just white supremacist conditioning. I tend to have this belief that type ones, that you are, you're perfect. So you spent a whole lifetime thinking I'm not perfect enough. I'm not good enough. And how can you see that, you know, that perfection is possible if that doesn't already exist within you. So it's important to understand the difference between that and what is actually conditioning into a white supremacist society that says that you must be perfect or else. Those are gonna be two different experiences, but they both need to be um, distinguished from one another so that your perfection isn't actually just leading us more into white supremacy, but is leading us more into liberation. Oh, my next wish for the type one is that you would understand that your type isn't an excuse to be hypercritical to yourself or to critique others. I see this so much, especially in social media, Enneagram cultures. Oh, I'm just the reformer. Oh, oh, you have this typo. Oh, this thing is a little bit off center. It's not cute. And it's not necessary. You know, being a being an a-hole is not a personality trait. Well, it's not one you should aspire to be. <laughs> okay. My next wish for the Enneagram one is that you would embrace your inherent goodness, the goodness that is already there. It is already there, my friend. Please just 
embrace it. And then my last wish for the Enneagram One is that you would use your idealistic vision to help take us to the next right practical step toward equity. <sighs> Happy New Year to all of those who are in the body triad. I hope that you find um, encouragement in these 2023 wishes. And I'll talk to you soon. I'm not trying to get by.